0: welcome to bonehead this is a no topic episode you're welcome
1: well you know with the every every episode we go off on tangents this is just a tangent episode where we didn't pick what tangent we were gonna go off well, on.
0: Quite frankly i'm tired gentlemen it i have worked every weekend up until this last week actually i've worked this past weekend to drive the damn holler and dig out the hole and that's a long story oh but, did you get
1: the body six feet right
0: uh, buddy i wish
1: oh you go further no how no. big how big a woman was it
0: uh, well she, <laughs> mom was just standing next to the <laughs> i couldn't get her into it and then it's supposed to be three feet deep and i dug two and a half Shh, don't tell the power company oh I, oh oh um so i i'm you moved the uh, headstones you say that's true but we we didn't get it we got an episode last week but we missed the week before we wanted to make sure we had an episode for you this week we are trying to get some guests lined up we spent a lot of energy on comic-con for you all that showed up i'm trying to i guess i could go down a list of people and try to thank them real quick don't you think chad brian and dixie combs john stith missy stith uh the Griffiths by the way if you listen to it I'm shitting on the Griffiths because they haven't showed up you and I are going back and forth oh yeah and then they show up yeah after we've called them assholes <laughs> so, the Griffiths uh spoiler alert hopefully we'll be doing a live show from Scarefest that will be horror themed that will have Laurel even though I haven't asked her yet and um she will be more prepared this time if you all, and the bourbon, let's see, who else do we need to think? Clay and his family, uh, Helen and her husband. I'm sorry, I'm trying to go down a list. Can you think of anybody else, Chad?
2: Uh, Rachel yeah. and Dave.
0: Yeah, So there you go. Yeah, yeah. There's a 20 people who had a good time. Well, there's 10 to 15 out of the 20 people who had a good time. <laughs> well, there was 10 people that got free drinks who had a good time. Well, there was five people. <laughs> there was about 10 people who had free drinks. How's <laughs> like, that go? all right? Uh, yeah, that'll be fine. Uh, but we really appreciate it. It's kind of slightly disappointing. I gave away more tickets, although I should have known this was going to happen to some people who didn't show. But that's okay. I understand. We'll do it a little differently next time. Back to no topic, we were talking about Better Call Saul before we rolled right into this, and James prefers Better Call Saul to Breaking Bad.
1: Well, no, I, I, I love and that's Breaking-
0: okay, because I kind of, un- you said it a few weeks ago, I, and I, I didn't disagree with you then.
1: I, I love Breaking Bad, but I think Breaking Bad, the people that, that told me, oh, Breaking Bad, you see him slowly descend, and when I watched it, I was like, no, nah, he's not a great guy from the beginning.
0: I don't, you know, I, I, I disagree, I don't get that. I disagree with that a little bit. You really? Do? A little. What he, I mean, from why is he a bad guy in the first episode? He's got cancer. He's severely. We're not talking.
2: We're not talking. I mean, not the first episode, no. But he does. He goes pretty quickly into. No, that. no. I
0: say
1: from the first episode, watching what? him, watching him teach. It's obvious he doesn't care. He doesn't want to be a teacher. He doesn't like. He's passionate about the field, but he's just teaching because that's what he can do. He's the fallout. Say out, he, that
0: about Chad?
2: Yeah. No
1: yeah I, I am uh this is a cry this is your cry for help this is your intervention i tried to get other people to join me but it turns out i'm all you all have yeah
0: i don't uh, know that i agree that it's that quick but i maybe no, i need to no, go no, back i'm to not saying
1: also. he's he's not darth vader from the beginning but this oh he's so he's pure as driven snow that some people tried to convince me i'm like no i don't, he's, think, I don't know if i no. that, but i don't know yeah,
0: he's a bad
2: bad guy no no he's well, not
1: but i mean this idea that oh he was he was looking for an opportunity
2: well and by the time i say you see him escalate down pretty quickly but sorry james i don't mean to interrupt you i'll let you finish
1: no no i mean he's looking for an opportunity to do something and and he just doesn't care anymore he doesn't i mean uh brian cranston in his book um what's the name of his book it's a good book I'm brought kind of, but I've it, read it,
0: but I don't remember the name. Of he the book. he talks it about stories.
1: Yeah, he talks about the scene where he argues he turned the corner, which is when he lets spoilers. I guess if you haven't he seen he lets
0: Jesse's girlfriend die. Right? Die. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and my argument was, and again, he played the role. I guess he, but to me, as I was watching, I'm like, no. I mean, if he would have been, hey, a passionate teacher and volunteering and doing all
0: this stuff, but who would I do that? That's for that's. For, that's that's for losers
1: well that's what i'm saying we <laughs> root for losers he's not a loser and no, that's the, maybe no, it's, it's one maybe of that's teams. maybe that's why the issue maybe that's the issue i have with it is is that the the part of it that is the most hard to reconcile is that he is stupidly successful and just makes bad choices
0: yeah i, I you know i, I and that to me is seen. villainous yeah, it's at my favorite. One of my favorite scenes at the end of it when he and Sky when he sneaks back into the apartment where Skylar's at and she goes, "Yeah, shut, up." Shut the fuck up. You know, he's just screaming, "Shut the fuck up!" And he goes, "No, I. What it is is I was good at it. I mean, yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Well,
1: and he has that he has an entire line where he most goes, of us I enjoy things,
0: Most of us enjoy doing things right or wrong that we're good at.
1: Well, as I was say, and that's he has that line later on that say I think it's the same scene where he goes and i also need you to know why i did it and you know before he i did it for the family but he finally says i did it for me
2: yeah same that's the same scene yeah yeah
1: Yeah, and it's i mean and that's really and that to me was everything he did i mean there's nothing obviously before i ever saw that scene i saw the first episode and i'm like he's really self-motivated i mean it's really what he wants is what he sees and so he doesn't me, see other people he doesn't see i
2: mean yeah yeah no and for me the whole like why i think he's he's not good from the get-go it's not from the first episode mind you because uh but when he starts dealing with tuco and you know that's when i see oh he's not a good guy that that whole when when he starts dealing with tuco in season one uh played by raymond Cruz, uh, you could tell he was not a good guy tuco, by the way the, in the plastic containers right yeah yeah the one who's in uh yeah, the i'm first, trying to it's so right. been a long time since I saw. No. Yeah, he's in the first few episodes of better call saul he's the main crazy guy who he ends up you know gets in his breakaway into dealing with meth by yeah. the
1: way real quick one of the most underrated actors honestly i don't think he has more than four lines of dialogue and he and he only appears in four or five episodes is one of uh uh Tuco's henchmen the the big guy Mm-hmm. And it's to me, I literally was like, oh my God, that's great, is when everything goes sideways with Tuco when they're in the uh not junkyard. It's been a while. But been- yeah, but they're in like the junkyard, the car, whatever place. And uh the violence starts to break out between Tuco and one of his men. And there's that scene, and, and literally Walt starts to lean forward, and all the guy does, the actor does, is he literally just puts his hand on his shoulder and he very subtly nods his head no and he has one or two lines of dialogue before he gets crushed by a car Uh, (laughs) but but i was like the it wasn't overplayed it wasn't and i literally it just in that moment that actor i have no idea the name of the actor i should look it up but i literally just went oh man that is cool it is just a subtle and it, it goes to that point that the reason I bring it up is not that everybody's gonna look up that actor and think I'm gonna follow everything, but
2: would it be no dos, James?
0: Maybe it, it uh if it's no lines by the way from dragnet damn pagans living on no-dos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's if an
0: obscure no- obs- that, right. Let's get on that tangent of 85's drag or 86's dragnet.
2: Harvey. But, Hold on, you know, real quick before you do, you know what no does is if this is the same character, no does real name. No. But I'm assuming it's Jesus, but you know, it's spelled Jesus. Uh Jesus Jr. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs>
1: well, him and Mary. He can't he can't get into any trouble. His old man's always watching. Oh sorry,
2: Joe, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you. No,
1: off.
0: no, Henry. Oh shit. The, uh from from MASH Chad. Morgan. Henry Morgan. Henry yeah. Morgan, yeah. Damn pagans living on no dos I don't
1: know why it's stuck in my head. Oh, I gotta tell you this story. I gotta tell the story. So this is no topic the best no time. Breaking best show anymore. ever. Uh, I mean, <laughs> have you ever seen The Wire?
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. I enjoyed it, but I love Break. I need to go back and rewatch. But I'm telling you, real quick, ending this before you go into your next topic. I completely understand because they're they're two different shows. I know they're about the same characters, but they're two different shows. And you're right. Although I think Saul is somewhat sometimes, well, he's a victim of his own personality and his own. Defects. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and, and what is it? The uh, Vincent Price? He, he is slightly a little bit. Uh, he's, a, he's a man besieged by fate. No. and I, uh, Some of his fate, but and, it's and, his defects and I can't, I am so worried about Kim.
1: Well, and you root for, you root for Saul, or you root for Jimmy.
0: You work, you slipping Jimmy. Jimmy. You work, you root for J- because he isn't really loved.
1: No, and that was no, the Tim is the, the only episode, one who loves him. The episode that I literally pivoted away from, and and by the way, why am I blanking on the guy that plays his Michael Michael McKean? McKean. Michael, Michael McKean. McKean. Yeah. I I I literally the scene that made me pivot to where I, no matter what, and I, I know what happens to his character now, but the scene where Don't ruin ruined
0: it for me. Cause I haven't
2: finished it yet. You the haven't watched, scene, you haven't been through Michael McKeon. I, I, I am. I But when I had to take a break, I was on season one guys. So I okay. am far behind. Well, well, but I, I will say I, this, this season one pulled me in so much. I was like, man, I'm actually enjoying this a little more than breaking bad. I'll pay the, for your damn Netflix. Go ahead. Chad. The scene,
0: <laughs> the scene
1: and Chad, this won't be a spoiler for you in any major way because it's gonna when you see the scene it doesn't change anything major per se it just shows you as joe said how unloved he was and Mm -hmm. how people that did love him all meet bad ends there is a scene where as his brother watching their mother die in a flashback she wakes up from her coma or whatever whatever she was in and she asked for jimmy he refuses to tell jimmy that their mother woke up and that she asked for him yeah will not tell him and i was like from that point on i was like i don't care what happens to him. i don't care if jimmy comes in stabs him 14 times and urinates in the wounds that guy's a jerk
0: yeah i i i think kim wexler is the only person that tr- that shows him love and kind of as you go through the season, it's not giving anything away from to Chad, who who understands and sees him, sees him, yeah,
1: sees him, and knows that he has. And I think that's what makes him a that compelling, he has love
0: to give, but he's an, such a flawed person.
1: Well, and I think that's what makes him a compelling character, though, right? Because uh, compelling characters to me are, and maybe that's why I do struggle more with you know Breaking Bad is that as we were talking about before we started to film, he's he's up here all the time he's he is a scientific genius he worked for this huge company before he walked away he had everything and he just finds ways to give it away whereas to me Saul Jimmy is the opposite side of the coin he had nothing he his brother's hugely successful he and all he wants is a little bit and every time somebody and he is flawed
0: yeah and he has to fight for everything Uh, yeah
1: whereas You know, it's it's the difference between, and and that's why they're two different shows to me. Is it's the difference between a character that has everything, and I'm going to sound like my dad for a minute. I'm going to quote what my dad would say, and pisses (laughs) it all away. Yeah, he has it all and pisses it all. Whereas Jimmy's story is, I just want. Now, the mistake that Jimmy makes is thinking that the next thing will be enough.
0: Yeah. Yes. that's his that's,
1: it goes back to his character flaw it's but, a,
0: i have the same character flaw
1: but Somewhat. yeah well no I, and we we've all done the quote from mr burns i, I traded trade it all, it all for, for a little bit character flaw. yeah uh, i mean and it, I, I think that's part of that is human nature right it's it's there's actually been a psychological it is, but study it's a major done. flaw for me <laughs> well a, there was a <laughs> psychological done study done about why billionaires can't give it away you know they they because they 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 you you get addicted to thinking well next time next time and there's actually a psychological st- I, i'm forgetting who did the study yeah. but you know this is so yeah I, I think that's that's what makes it fascinating i think uh what makes it a fascinating s- series of shows and i say i like breaking bad i think better call Saul is edging it out though because those characters i guess those are the characters i know like i've met a uh, uh, jimmy i've met i've never met Somebody that had it all and pissed it all away, largely because those people don't talk to me.
0: Well, the thing James, is, I James, so when did you? Oh, James just cussed. Well, is pissing cussing?
2: Yes, for James. Or is it
0: just urinating? It's James. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, is he said?
1: I'll, I'll let me do one more dad quote. Better off than on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so he so Cranston said, you know, he turns bad when he lets his girlfriend die. You know the. Everybody, every Tony Soprano is another good character like that. Of where did you go, man? I'm done with Tony, (laughs) and you know, Tony's when he kills Christopher Moltisanti for me in that last season. It's it's the and for me with it's a combination of two characters, one that he got killed and the other one killed as uh, Mike and. It's hard, and then he's sitting there, going, realizing he didn't have to kill Mike in Breaking Bad. Yeah, remember when they're beside the water? It's heartbreaking, Uh, specifically because we love Mike, and Mike's a bad guy too. Yeah, but
1: but again, if you put the full gestalt of better call Saul, I have a better understanding of where Mike's coming from. He is still he is still terrible. By the time we get to Better uh, Breaking Bad, and and then what he's willing to do is too far, but.
0: My counter argument to though to you is that that the other one you I get the preference. Um, I don't know that it's a better show because I feel like we don't watch Cranston make probably as much of a character arc as we do other folks like Hank.
1: Oh yeah. And and
0: Hank is a totally for a character. We get to know him so much more and he becomes such so much more than a one-dimensional person that we can't stand in the first season to that three-dimensional, uh, where it just breaks your heart. Yeah, yeah. When he has that last line of, uh, you know, you're the smartest person I know. How have you not figured out they're going to kill me? Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yep. just, and it's it's sorry. Anyway, I love that show. It's really good. I love good. No, Ride. no, I,
1: I, 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 have no I, their, I have no regrets about watching.
0: They're both fantastic
1: but yeah. By the way, that what I was what I got excited about is uh, since we're doing a no topic show, Joe. This is a true story. So I was at a a conference for educational historians, and and it was after hours. You know, are you going to make
0: this this movie or TV related? yes okay and,
1: and you know after hours these things get crazy you get educational historians together man it's oh god anyway oh god. on
0: our show that talked about being at a writer conference going you know i get a pizza because people will hang out later and i'll be like i've got room pizza <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm trying not to laugh when they're telling me while we're interviewing. I'm not knocking them. It's just great. It's just the different people. Like, oh yeah. And there was I was doing rails on a stripper. No
2: a writer was. I got room pizza guys. Yeah. Well, that's like yeah. that's like going to my conference for data analysis, <laughs> and the guy coming in going, we got really crazy last night, and he was talking about sitting up on the in the in the conference room drinking cokes and singing Elvis karaoke.
0: So, yeah. crazy.
2: So, they got, they joke, so crazy. They were so crazy.
0: Whereas I told a joke about filleting a dog and ran out with 30 people in a, in a <laughs> housing. <conference>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That was a good you Tell time. us your
0: dirty joke, Jet, Jet, Joe. Now no, I don't that, think you I should. I don't, no, I, no, I will never
1: forget. I will never forget. You literally said, no, you all won't take it. Well, no, no, we can handle it. They no, could not handle it, James. You, we, we, no, uh, you told them four times at least that you did not want to tell the joke. And finally, they, I think one of them actually said something like, well, you just won't say it because you don't, uh, something basically implying that you were sexist or something. So finally, you told it and they couldn't handle it.
2: They, they couldn't looked. handle
0: it. The same I told them. I was like, you guys are going to get upset. This is not a joke for you. This is a joke for people who are frankly
1: dead inside.
2: Cool. What uh, joke inside. was it, Joe? Uh, how obviously do, i don't want you to tell it
0: but uh, uh, how a dog may try to do things to your leg and how to get it to stop oh gotcha okay so <laughs> it was two line joke dirtiest joke i know stolen yeah. from a friend of ours called craig dennis and I, I don't tell jokes for the most part. I have like a half a dozen jokes. You guys have seen me, you've seen me do things you see me do. Here. I comment and I make funny things, but I don't necessarily tell jokes. He,
2: he, he keeps the Drew Carey's dirty jokes and beer book in his
0: <laughs> I do <laughs> have that book. It is over there on the show. It is a great I book.
2: I don't it is tell forgotten. jokes
0: for the most part. I'm not a very good joke,
2: though. I was going to say mine is the soup joke. So I can't, you know, that's another one I can't. I'll really have tell. the soup. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, i know what it is and yeah. yeah anyway, is a good anyway. One. so I, I was will also have the soup
1: i was i was at this conference and and it was the conference was of over
0: Do you want that or the soup and james says i ordered salmon
1: yeah um <laughs> so we so we're we're hanging out afterwards and and talking and doing all this stuff and and we're at a pizza joint we're getting pizza oddly enough, not room pizza but we're having normal people pizza Uh, (laughs) normal people
2: pizza
1: yeah i don't know we're at a place
2: unless you're at a restaurant where else are you eating pizza in a room
1: (laughs) alley uh (laughs) anyway
2: the restaurant is a room
0: we and were James actually outdoors James on was the patio. Fist, like having fisticuffs with that damn New York rat. <laughs> rat.
1: <laughs> and don't even get me started on bagel rat. I'm about sick of his crap, too. Anyway, the, uh, but I, here's where it ties to movie. All of a sudden, we're talking history, history, history. Oh, you're doing this. Hey, we should collaborate because we all need publication. And then all of a sudden, there's a law in the conversation, <laughs>
0: you said somebody. how do you get a dog to stop (laughs) no no no
1: (laughs) i i said uh somebody said to me okay what do you geek out about not what not what you study and i was like okay we're we're getting into actually knowing one another right right it's your what bug bit you joke uh, yeah 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 Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and so it comes up and somebody says hey uh i said well you know i'm a big science fiction fans harlan ellison and star trek and all that stuff and then somebody goes oh I love Doctor Who. My husband likes her, and but you know we're doing different. And, and then somebody else goes, "Oh, I, I really love Renaissance Fair," and, and it starts to go this way. Next thing that happens, Joe, I couldn't have scripted this. Somebody, uh, and I, oh, and I did mention our podcast because hey, maybe they'll watch after they watch this episode where I'm telling the story. They will never watch again. But well
0: no, But especially once out of the, the blue.
1: Somebody says to me of all people, what's the weirdest movie you've ever seen?
2: (laughs) Oh God. Oh God.
1: And and I well, I mean, the worst is probably Man of Sands, the fate. And they go, Oh, I know that. And and then all of a sudden it was like, have you ever seen that movie that with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd and them two weird twins? (laughs) Yes, we have. I I literally went, nothing but but trouble. Trouble. Not only have we seen it.
2: We have lived it.
1: They <laughs> screamed. Out. They
2: are part of my family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they screamed. I kid you not. That's my favorite movie. And I literally pushed back from the table and going, you're going to have to walk me through this. <laughs> <And they're> like,
0: <laughs> well, did you not drop and go, not only have we seen it, we had William Sandell, the production designer. and Let me tell you a story about how Dan Aykroyd almost got Chevy Chase killed by the production crew. <laughs>
1: well, which, by the way, did you know after that movie was over, Dan Aykroyd sent letters of apology? To whom? To the cast. I, it's no. true. I, somebody, I saw one online. Somebody had scanned this and put it up online. And it was sorry that didn't come together like I envisioned it. I, I really appreciate it. I, it's not your fault. It's, but anyway. Um, but I just thought that was so weird. And, and it's one of the reasons that I, I think shows like ours and just media in general actually matter so much. Because... I had never met any of these people before and the world of educational historians. I know that it's shocking, but we're not exactly, we don't have the kiss army. A few of us in the grand scheme of things as a profession. And what are the odds that nothing but trouble is going to become a topic of conversation for probably a good 15 minutes. And by the way, I enjoyed every one of those 15 minutes.
0: Was, yeah that's interesting james i've never had anyone bring it up to me i've had people bring I, i've had people you
1: could was, have, you could have knocked me over with a feather especially when they went it's my favorite
0: movie <laughs> yeah that, that was different i don't have never met anybody it was bill sandell didn't say it was his face yeah <laughs> he just But I, when i, I day said day. i
1: when i actually said why they said because there's nothing else like it
0: that's true they said, you they know, you freaked? Can,
1: <laughs> well no and that was their argument was there's movies that are in the same vein but there's nothing that has that level of production value, that level of cast, that level that is that flippin' weird. And I was like, that's yeah. probably fair. That's probably fair. I'll, uh,
2: and I I'll give like, them. I'm trying to think now. It's I'll give an
0: odd, big-budget, comedy, weird movie. I'll give them that.
2: Yeah. That has digital
0: underground. <laughs> All right. Something. So that kind of killed it there. I'm just I'm just mad that you didn't go off on a tangent about, have we seen it?
1: I can't, dude, I can't, I can only reference our show, much, our show so much before people are like, yes, we get it, you have a podcast. I, you, I, you and every white 40-year-old man has a
0: podcast. Yeah, but not all of them has had, Bill, has had Academy Award nominee Bill Sandel. Um, Well, that's, yeah, I, what else do we want to talk about? Um,
1: I, think, I think we need to acknowledge the elephant in the room a week ago that we didn't have a show for.
0: I'm not that fat.
1: No, no, I think we need gentlemen, what are your stance on Will Smith leaving the academy? I could, Will
2: Smith. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> sorry
1: I had to. Uh, hashtag did you it
0: on live TV. I'm a, I'm with the people who go, what do you mean you got to investigate?
1: <laughs> yeah, by the way, <laughs> you know, I, think, I think I, I think this is the are- I think there were 13 million witnesses. I, I, I don't know.
0: And it's still, it's still, okay. I, I'll grab for, for you all of you. We did a little short segment for good movie Monday about the Oscars two weeks ago. Right gentlemen. Yeah. And yeah, exactly, uh, right. just a shout out to good movie Monday and Glenn and Ben and our friends, but we did a short and we talked a little bit. I stopped giving two shits about the Oscars roughly seven or eight years, maybe 10 Same years. Same here. Ago. The last Probably time that. well the last time Chris, Billy Crystal hosted it, it was awful. It, he was awful. It was the yeah. most boring show I'd I'd seen and I stopped to tune down. I'd, I haven't really paid any attention to it since. I have actually since the kid was born, and this is unfortunate, and I know this is true a little bit for you too too. I can't keep up with all the nominees. I can't watch all the movies. I ha- And I'd some of
2: them a, we can't. Like, do you have Apple Plus to watch? Coding? I don't have Apple Plus. Yeah. I, I
0: want to see it, though. I, I, I want to see I it. Admit. I, it now, looks good.
1: I will say that. I've so, heard good so, things. I'll I let Joe finish his Academy statement.
0: Then. No, yeah. but I don't give two shits about the Academy Awards. And the fact that it's still the lowest rated one in modern day, with Will Smith slapping the taste out of Chris Rock's mouth, just goes to prove how frankly probably the movie industry is is i don't want to say dead but it's street i mean it's it's, well, a, it's, a it's not it, it, it's well, a here same. let me let me do it cinema is streaming for the most part
1: let me do a parallel the problem what has happened to hollywood is what has happened to politics yeah right i mean the days of of, of you know you get voted out of office and you walk down the aisle not that denial, but next year,
0: it's gone. Civics. Or, or, civility. Yeah. Civics. It's gone. We don't teach it and we don't learn it and we don't know how to do it. So he got up and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. And well, he, and, and, and he, by
1: the way, the, I mean, if you watch the replay and lots of people are pointing this out, like he's laughing at the joke till he gets the look and somebody's like, you know, is that, is that control? Is it, as a matter of fact, Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you watched Saturday Night Live. I watched Saturday, Michael
0: Shay and both. Of, yeah, I yeah, watched them talk about
1: Michael it. Che- I think his comment is that how are we supposed to know what's going on with everybody, especially? I mean, you've told you've told us about affairs, you've told us about open marriage, you've told. I, I, there's only so much. I don't know what I have anymore. Like mm. honestly, if you stop me and say, "What all have you been diagnosed with, James?" I'm gonna have to be like, "Hold on, let me pull up my chart."
0: Yeah, I mean, you, I, you're you're you have you have the right to get offended you do not have the right to tell me to stop offending you
1: well and the other part about that is and some people are like well she does have a medical illness and 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 what got me was so so does chris rock he has um i'm gonna get the letters right
0: big mouthiveness.
1: i think he was he he wasn't diagnosed two years ago but it's basically it's it's an autism spectrum issue and it turns out and i'm not making this up but i am simplifying it from the medical term he can't read the room he doesn't read
0: (laughs) makes him a fantastic comic yeah that's actually
1: what he said he said words i can do but he doesn't read physical action he legitimately and that's what you mentioned that looks stage what a lot of people have pointed out that knew about his diagnosis was when he saw will smith approaching him whereas you or i or anybody else would have been like oh hell his actual diagnosis means he doesn't interpret physical movement like normal people uh, not normal it is a form of neurodivergence as a neurotypical individual would in other words if i see anybody coming at me and i've just made a joke about them or anybody near them i'm going to assume oh hell and do this, or more likely, run as fast as my
0: fat butt can. Can we agree he, to f- fuck Will Smith? He Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Well, he, that here's, was on TV because his wife got her feelings hurt. And well, Ricky Gervais had the best comment. Would you have done the joke? No, I'd have made a joke about her uh, boyfriend.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> and actually, that was the thing. Amy Schumer. I,
0: I would have been. She's talked about it. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, you
2: put
0: it out in the open, it's fair game. I mean, and fuck celebrities. Well, know, and, and that's the, enti-
2: the, it's the entitlement thing. The entitlement the of,
0: of it, the fact that he could walk up and smack shit on him.
2: But, you know, I, I think
1: it just blows my mind because, again, to me, it's the same issue we have with politics. It's we can no longer disagree without f- physically just dis- demonstrating that we disagree.
0: Yeah, I know. Whether so that's whether that him. I'm
1: going to show up and I'm going to protest, and I'm all for protest, peaceful protest. I understand that. But if your idea of it's not a protest unless I throw something, yeah, that's a problem.
2: Also, See, life isn't about win-win. Sorry, Chad. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say my big problem is uh, my big problem with it. So I am I am strongly in the the category of I don't give a crap. I don't. It shouldn't have happened. I hope Will Smith re- received some quarter, sort of repercussions. Him withdraw- withdrawing from the academy doesn't mean shit. It just means he can't vote. It
0: doesn't mean shit. It anybody.
2: doesn't mean a damn thing.
0: Nobody out here on the street trying to make out a living gives two fucks.
2: Yeah, he, he withdrew from the academy. Ooh. Who cares? Um, but I tell you what What impacted me is the aftermath. And it's something I didn't even think about. Um, there were several comedians who tweeted they're now afraid to do stand-up. because when somebody, when Joe Schmo sees that Will Smith, this guy that they idolize as this big tough guy goes up and does whatever he wants, smacks the shit out of a comedian. If they're in this, in, if, if that guy is in the theater with the comedian and the comedian says something that they don't like, they now feel entitled to go up there and punch that comedian. Yep. Um, you know, I think Patton Oswalt said something about it. Uh, um, I forget, I, I'm, I'm blanking because it's been a few Tom days. the
0: went off about it too, Chad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it, just. It sets it's, a
0: horrible precedent.
2: Yeah, it does. And, uh, and like now I am worried that one of my, one of my joy, I don't enjoy going to concerts. I don't, I don't enjoy. Um, My biggest thing about, uh, no, <laughs> I don't enjoy theater. I don't enjoy music, but you put me in front of a good comedian live. And that is some of the best live entertainment I have, I have ever experienced. Most of my fond memories of going uh, to a live performance are comedians. It's not going to a concert or going to a play. It's seeing people tell jokes. And I'm just wondering if, a, if, if in the long run, I don't think it will. I don't think this is this is not going to impact it that much. But what will it impact? You know, that was my big concern. After seeing all those tweets, I'm like, holy shit!
0: Entitled Fruit bastards and people applauding an entitled bastard at the Academy for smacking the shit out of Chris Rock is yeah. a bunch of other entitled bastards.
2: And where's it was not even a good joke. And that just pisses me off more than anything. It's like, he got smacked for something that wasn't even funny.
1: <laughs> Real quick, by the way, is, is NBLD, nonverbal learning disorder is what Chris Rock has. But this actually ties into what you're saying, Chad. Did you hear, uh, did anybody see where Amy Schumer was interviewed after it was all over? Yeah, and of and course she compared it up. to,
2: yeah.
0: What'd she compare it to? James,
1: I, I don't know that part.
0: Oh, I was gonna talk
1: about how, how how frustrated she was talking about with the academy and stuff like that. Is what I was go for going to that
2: now. Go for that. Go and I'll tell I'll look up what I because I'm I'm blanking on what it was.
1: So she um they interviewed her after the show, and one of the things that she said was it was amazing to her. She said, Hey, it took all of the air out of the room. Like she even if you watch if you, I watched the broadcast because I only get one channel, <laughs> it happens to be the one it was off. But she comes in later. Yeah. And literally when she has to come back on stage, she said, so anything happened while I'm gone? Right. I mean, what are you supposed to follow that up with? But, um, you know, she, she made the comment that the Academy is so worried about what the hosts are going to do. Like, so she said they, they had to submit all their material in advance. They can't be spontaneous. And they made her cut a joke about, uh, a shooting accident Um the joke, it wasn't overly a great joke anyway, but it was basically uh about um we're all looking down the barrel of something. Let's just make sure it's not Alec Baldwin's gun. Um I and and, uh the other joke that she was gonna make was uh oh she was going to and she did it later on, she did it later in interviews, but when she found out what had happened, she was gonna go back out and call Will Smith the lee, and they told her not to do that. And so it's interesting to me going back to that entitlement thing was you did have three female comedians hosting it and what they said had to be monitored had to be approved had to be all that stuff but you didn't cut the cameras for an assault between where you know two two road men were involved one smacked the other one i mean
2: and I, then they cut i, I don't I, I honestly uh i i cared so little about this i didn't investigate it didn't they even cut to will smith cussing in, yeah, in they australia? cut the audio they
1: cut, they cut the, the audio, audio. but i didn't... literally the kids went what happened dad because they were visiting for spring
0: break well they cut the audio but it went live to australia like australia you know, a yeah. bunch of other people i more than just australia but other countries but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but so, so they the cut full, the audio
1: and my kids my were only name
0: out of your fucking mouth
1: yeah My kids were only half paying attention to the show. They wanted to see the Encanto performance. They wanted to see the musical part.
2: Oh, don't get me started. about. um, I will bitch about the Encanto performance in a moment.
1: uh, We'll get to it, Chad.
2: Oh, hold, hold so angry.
1: Hold your anger. I, I don't have any. You guys,
0: just, you guys just really just wait. Pay attention to wait. I, I, well, no, there's a, story, I get, there's a story. There's a story. There's a story about this the Oscars. many
1: channels, Joe, and my kids were in, and they were like, Can we watch something on TV? And then they realized there was going to be the Annie Canto performance, which was supposed to be the first yeah. live performance, and we're still waiting for it. Um, oh, God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. All right, I do. Just
2: go I do. Ahead. do it, Chad. But, okay. So my daughter, my youngest daughter, six years old, loves Encanto. she loves it so much that she can literally sing lyric for lyric every single song in that movie and i read but she does
1: talk about bruno so that's a strike against
2: her and i read that there was going to be a performance of we don't talk about bruno live and she was excited and she's like daddy can we please watch the oscars now i am like joe i haven't watched the oscars in almost 10 years i don't enjoy it i find it boring I don't care about celebrities getting up there when they accept their awards to talk about their political beliefs or whatever. I just don't care. However, if we get nominated. Oh, I will go up there and talk about my liberal agenda left and right. We're going to go up there and talk about our agenda.
1: Can we, can we, when we do that, I'm going to reconvert back to hard right just so we can fight on stage now. Cause that, that'll get us. We'll be in the trades the next day. It'll be be like, oh, bonehead has falling out as they realize different political opinions
0: yeah that would be funny but we would win one of those that they wouldn't do at the actual oscars yeah, now because yeah. we don't actually give you know <laughs> awards to editors who put the actual movie together sorry that's another yeah oh no no no, yeah, no
2: it's no so oh. anyway yeah anyway my daughter i so i said i don't know when it's going to air i actually tried to look for a schedule so i didn't have to watch it i could not find it so we yeah. ended up watching the oscars for about 2 hours james if i'm not mistaken
1: two out of and, three and a half yeah yeah you yeah. watched the first two
2: now i did get to see the acceptance of a i'm um, guys i've i've blanked on the uh, the guy who won for supporting actor for coda which actually it was brought,
1: phenomenal yeah. it brought
2: me to, it brought me to tears his his yeah. his uh, his speech um so i got to enjoy that and i did enjoy some of wanda and amy and uh Re- regina yeah. regina hall uh, some of their jokes, I enjoyed that, but I still I was like, "I'm watching the Oscars. Why the hell am I watching this?" And 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 then all of a sudden, brute, the, here it comes. And they sing all of four lines before it becomes an uh, an on an, and a melody about the fucking Oscars.
1: It did, and they rap part of it, which I'm perfect. By the way, I love rap islands ever rap album i just do did I. not i did not expect that i was like oh it's gonna be oh, okay no
2: it's not yeah i was like Cause... oh there they are there's there's a um, beatrice there's there's diane guerrero this is going to be great and then all of a sudden they stop singing it and my six-year-old daughter literally gets up slams her pillow on the ground and yells what was that <laughs> and walks upstairs what was that happy horse right shit? there right there did she say
0: that how I do know, you get out of there, this
2: chicken shit outfit every i went up there saying the exact same stuff my six-year-old daughter was and i'm like i'm acting like her that is ridiculous you sit there and advertise that a bruno song was coming and it wasn't a bruno song it was a song about talking about the oscars which i now don't ever want to do again
1: <laughs> by the way speaking of which um just don't care two, two don't things care. about that two things about that how many times in what you saw chad did they work in the fact that Lynn manuel miranda wasn't there yeah like it was always oh, yeah. out there and like they yeah. even worked it into the song they even worked into Lynn lin-manuel's not here like it was one of the lyrics and i was like ah. by the way though the flip side is i bet when it was all over Lynn manuel miranda was like man i'm glad i didn't go <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't even actually see the Will Smith thing because I turned it off right after that. And I don't know when that came on. I just didn't care. So let's get Um, back to
0: what we really should be talking about. You need to teach your six-year-old daughter that everything in life that she gets mad about or wants to talk about, she can use a line that Bill Paxton says in Aliens and it'll fit perfectly.
2: Game over, man.
0: Game over, man. Game over. How do I get out of this chicken shit outfit? (laughs)
1: By the way, I actually saw. Someone no said,
0: hey, "Sorry, there's a whole other horrible joke in there too." I,
1: I saw an. We're on an article. express
0: elevator to hell, Chad. Have yeah. you told her
2: that? No, <laughs> I'm not. See,
0: this I is what am, happens
1: when you take I'm the agree. liberal arts
0: out of the school, Joe. I'm agreeing, and this would be fixed if we still taught civics.
2: I made her sleep. <laughs> I made her sleep in the closet that night for making me watch two hours of the Oscars. That's what I did.
0: <laughs> that night, right two inches of water and low voltage I
1: voltage know, you fix care. everything Yeah, you know, but i i i really don't know i'll tell you what actually somebody said this and i think honestly i was like yeah it's true it's 100 true somebody made the comment and it was actually a critic on twitter like an actual critic who just happens to have a tri- we're all critics on twitter but um but an actual movie critic made the comment that they were disappointing the Oscars because pig didn't even get mentioned.
0: <laughs> well, pig was a really good movie. God, that's it was it. so good. That's I what they, 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 they were saying. They were like an Oscar, is, but it was pretty, it's, well, it's Cage's
2: best performance in a long, their
1: argument. Was, well, I would have
2: to go look through them all, but I, you know, I, I, I think you said it and I agreed with you. I don't think leaving Las Vegas was his last great performance, even though he's had a lot of amazing, well, an adaptation, maybe, I love pig.
0: I love I. You know, pig was a good movie because I didn't necessarily see where it was going the whole time. Yeah, well, and so on top that,
2: of that is his his performance is so nuanced and just, okay. Two two corrections to myself. I think adaptation and Matchstick Man are two amazing. Oh, Matchstick Man's a really and Weatherman, Weatherman, shit. Weatherman's yep. another really good movie that no. Well, one
1: anyway, talks about. To, to to the point. So the the critic basically made the comment was and maybe you feel pig doesn't deserve, but the the argument that the critic made was this film was original. Yep, it was unique. It was all the things that the Oscars used to value.
0: Right. I did. If, it, if you didn't know anything about Pig, from the moment you watch it, because you don't even know what century he's in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I mean, you Pig is. I had no idea how that movie would play out. But
1: anyway, so that was the argument. Was it? It was the type of film that used to the Oscars would care about. It wasn't a biography. It wasn't a. It was a film that celebrated how film can capture emotion. Was yeah. his argument, yeah. and and so, but having watched it, all I could think is, you know, if Pig Pig or Nicolas Cage was nominated, we would have got an interesting speech. It would have been, you yeah, know, it might not have been your thing, but we wouldn't have got what we got this time.
0: Well, okay. or Mandy, I like Mandy. Mandy's Mandy. Mandy, a, Mandy. Mandy's oh
1: God, God, But God. I,
0: it's not probably not necessarily just because Nicolas Cage is just like, the filmmaker. She just got yeah, such an original voice. Oh
1: well, and and the lady that plays Mandy,
0: I'm blanking on her name. Oh, she's a, yeah. She's she fantastic.
1: deserved an Academy Award nomination, and I actually I'm not even saying a, a horror award. That the way she plays that character. Yeah. The two the two people that year that I thought deserved either best actress or best supporting, however they want to divide that up was um her and the girl that uh, the, i should say you the lady andrea riceborough yeah. yeah and chad if you know this one look this one up too. the lady who played the sister on white boy rick which i saw in theaters i think i was one of 12 i American watched
0: white it. boy rick a few weeks ago the
1: sister the lady that plays the sister is a does a phenomenal job with that role
2: do you see it chad no, I haven't seen White Boy Rick. White Boy
1: Rick him. is a fascinating...
2: It's a and by the movie, way, Don't break your neck. You don't know break what I mean? your...
1: But I blast on yeah. theaters because then I went back and read the actual case. and Because a lot of times you hear, based on a true story, I went back and read the actual case. They, that's awful close, folks. Yeah. I mean, that's... His dad didn't look like Matthew McConaughey. But other <laughs> than that, what they allegedly put that kid through, and that he willingly did, too. I mean, again, going back to slipping jimmy i'm
2: yeah. just looking at the names i'm assuming you're talking about bell powley
1: bell yes
2: so. did a
1: phenomenal job with that role I, th- those were both uh actresses that i immediately went i they need to do more stuff which very rarely do i, I enjoy a film but very rarely do i'm like i want to see it kind of like samara weaving right like I'll, i would if, if i had the power i would cast and both of those the, the way they played those roles i would have cast them in something else if i had that authority
2: Yeah, I was gonna say about the uh, real quick, and I'll get off the Oscars after this. I want to. Here's what will make me watch the Oscars again: if they go, okay, this year we are not going to nominate any biopics, and we are not going to nominate any period pieces. I'm like, oh. In the back of my my mind,
1: in the back of my mind, the Chad Jennings story script just got canceled. Hey, says no biopics.
2: (laughs) That would be about all of ten minutes. No, um, we could we could spend an hour and a half
0: just talking about your uh colon. Yeah. yeah.
2: Now, can we talk about briefly and then we'll get off this because we got to get off the Oscars so that we all we all but
0: you keep saying getting off on the Oscars because the,
2: the two that were voted on how the hell did Zack Snyder flicks get nom- get win? So how does that how does that work, gentlemen? Because I didn't watch they it. opened I it saw
0: up. So. Army of the dead got best audience film how does that happen because that yeah movie- how
2: does that happen because that movie is a piece of shit
1: the most well <laughs> and, and the most crowd-pleasing scene being the flash scene. flash
2: getting the speed force which is not even there's nothing I, there
1: i, I, I i'm like did honestly i my only assumption my only assumption and by the way i'm not saying those scenes didn't pack some em- okay the army of the dead one's weird i don't get that at all I, but I, but I, the <laughs> flash scene you've got to do this you okay for what it is that's a fine scene but amongst all the other scenes you could have picked as fans even if you just narrowed it to
0: superhero films that would have been number five
2: i'm trying to remember what were the scenes that were nominated and the have scene
0: from ghostbusters afterlife because if it didn't then i don't
1: one of them was and by the way it's the scene uh, this is you talked about no, ghostbusters child.
2: afterlife wasn't even on the list
1: no didn't on even plan. make any of well then they're listening. you're the scene by the way where my that's actually the time so you told when your child got mad my son when they did that scene this was actually my son's response so they showed and like three of them are superhero films for crowd pleasing your favorite crowd pleasing scene the last one's a flash scene. that clip that series of clips ended and and my son was sitting there and he goes what the dad that's not even oh. top 20 <laughs> and i said what do you mean and he goes dad come on we all can agree for the sheer in the theater shock of it it's a spider-man scene right and i said i can't argue with you oh I you, mean, know he, you know what when i
0: always when got I, a point as far as but you I'm, it, it yeah, the unfortunate thing is it was ruined for you well yeah, here's it, what here's i what, was what,
1: but at the same time knowing it's going to come yeah and then actually seeing, and again, I'm glad I got to see this on the big screen. That scene where they, and the scene that they used was when they all web up yeah, and they land on the structure. And by the way, Silas maybe has seen Sam Raimi's Sam Raimi, Sp- Raimi, Spider-Man 1, 2. He's seen one of the, inter- it didn't matter. Yeah. If he had never seen them, it's, oh my God three spider-man from across different and different ages and all that stuff i mean silas was sold he he loved it and so when he did the flash one, he was like oh and by the way he, he went on to say he goes now dad i love the flash because he does he loves but he goes but come on dad and i'm like so i didn't vote actually that's why i screamed i finally said son didn't vote did not know this was
0: a thing can i Would have not will his can I can I have Will Smith? Up?
2: No, but what kills me is, you know what it even beat? And this is what, this is, I, I couldn't remember, but then I looked it up and this is what pissed me off more than anything, is the Flash Enters the Speed Force beat Avengers Assemble. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was, it was all,
2: number yeah. three. Yeah. Spider-Man, the three people, the three Spider team up was number two. And this is talking about the cheerworthy moments of all cinema. No, no, joking, no. Right? Avengers Assemble though, that actually got me excited. None of these other ones on the list. Well, got it's me not excited. just a
1: Assemble. It is when the, the it starts when the hammer hit is coming back yeah. and it hits his hand and then everybody comes through and it's a Aven- and yes.
2: No, yes. no, no, no. It's when it's doing that pan and you hear yeah. oh, Avengers and you know it's coming, and then the, the the hammer hits his hand and he catches it and he just grittily says Assemble. I was, in a, I was in a theater in the middle of nowhere with five other people. I stood up and said, yes. Justice League didn't do that to me. Justice League no. pissed me off for, for, depending on which version you're going with, I'm going to go for the three-hour version. It pissed me off for three straight hours. So, isn't that scene, the one where he goes super, isn't that done even slightly better in an X-Men film? Yes. By Quicksilver? By Quicksilver. Um, in Am the, I wrong? No, yeah, in my it's, opinion, it's, a, it's a, no. It's a. It's not. Is it X Men first? It's not X Men first class. It's the uh, the next one. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems better in that movie. Oh yeah, the Speed Force. Uh, the Speed Force uh, versus Brian uh, Brian Singer's version of Quicksilver running. Quicksilver I would prefer
0: Brian Singer's Quicksilver running.
2: Yeah, versus Zack Snyder's. Uh, just uh, the whole the whole the, both of those pissed me off because Zack Snyder does not deserve that kind of credit. His movies are terrible. So Sorry. what else is next? Sorry, so, it, so it, we went 45 minutes into
0: Breaking uh, no, that in the Oscar I, I, That's the best show of all time. Of the Oscars, suck. I
1: knew, but by the way, hashtag this Will Smith, and they'll see how many views we get. Uh, I have every
0: intention of it, but I didn't know but, we were going
1: to talk about Will Smith. Oh, God. I, yeah, I, I, by the way, I, thought, I don't know I what thought I might it. feel five minutes, but I'm glad I, I
0: started something.
2: I don't know what, canceled, what would cancel us more. Our, our thoughts on Will Smith or my thoughts on Zack Snyder? <laughs>
0: I mean, fuck them both. I mean, I, the only <laughs> difference is is that Zack Snyder, to my knowledge, hasn't walked off and assa- walked up and assaulted anyone. I mean, other yeah, I think Zack Snyder
2: might assume. be a, le- I think Zack Snyder might be a legitimate good guy, but I movies- think Zack
0: Snyder is. A, well, is here's a bad the deal, fan. by the I way. Just wish I just didn't particularly care for Army of the Dead.
1: Well, and, and that's the entire thing. Like, it's okay that I don't enjoy
2: your movie.
1: I'll probably, by the way, the next thing Zack Snyder does, I'll probably watch. The and maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll like it. I right? was going to say
2: 300. Uh, that's why Gone I said Zack Snyder from Snyder for me has made two and a half good films. One and a half good films.
0: But I, I kind of like his watch, man.
2: Oh, God. Sorry. Two and a half yep. good films. See? I, mean, half. I mean, that's what I mean. He has like, done see.
1: enough. And I think that's what makes it harder, right? Well, that's if, kind of like. If, okay, let's say hypothetically. Hypothetically, hear me out on this. Let's say hypothetically you were going to watch Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Or not Dawn of the Dead, Army of the Dead. Yeah. And let's say, okay, because you know what Zack Snyder has done before that you've enjoyed, you have a certain expectation. Yes. Now, let's say, imagine you watched Army of the Dead and the credits rolled and it said directed by Yuva Boll. What would you say? Best Yuva Boll film?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. See what
1: I mean? The problem well, I is, would be.
0: Where is Huva have sense of humor? Actually, I would be like,
1: that's true. Be, You'd be like, oh, it's, it, it's production is different, but yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah. But Anyway, yeah. Well, it's I,
2: like I said, you you could shit on Paul W. S. Anderson too as being a terrible movie director, but he gave us Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon, and Soldier, and Death Race, out which of those is a, three, which is a fairly movies. Film.
0: There's a one and a half good movies.
2: But they, I enjoy them, so I'm like. I can't, know, I, I can't i
0: can't kurt russell's performance i don't enjoy the movie soldier i'd, so, I'd have to go it, back and watch it chad but i yeah you know the performance is just burned in my brain but, but I, I think
2: that's the performance makes the movie though that's why i give it in. that's why i give no it a bad. pass and that damn green snake just hold so on,
0: hold on.
2: yeah
1: i i think the author makes the movie uh
2: <laughs> yeah we anyway shit well too. if you're michael Crichton, maybe maybe
1: Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, uh, so as as we veer away from Oscars and their their oh, and
0: and also let's try to keep it at an hour. So, well, no, up. no. What keep I was
1: gonna say, points. what what I was gonna say is, you know, knowing that we've all been disappointed by selections and various things, um, I, I gotta be honest. There's two things coming out that's gonna make me get my butt into theaters again. Uh it doesn't matter how bad things get. I've already said no, no, I don't care if I have to sell plasma. I don't care if I have to walk off a work I don't care. There's two movies that I want to go two. see. You know what? Actually, three, three no, I I like Sonic the first movie was 10 I times do, better do. than any ride to, to, me. to And yep, and by the way, here. by the way, the fact Jim Carrey is doing a sequel and that he is leaning full tilt into how crazy the character of Robotnik is kudos he
0: said no, i he heard wanted it. to make the mustache bigger it's actually the direct it was the other folks who the director is like i don't think it should be that much bigger and he goes no let's make it bigger
2: now
1: I, by the way though i read somewhere and i don't know if it's true because it was a pop-up and i closed it but the, he, he may consider retiring which yeah, like, he
2: says he's done it all yeah he says he's done unless a good script comes along yep
1: which means i need to get that great script that will finally unite daniel day lewis and jim carrey anyway the two movies i'm waiting for gentlemen that honestly just appeal to the fanboy in me completely i've watched every trailer that's came out i've watched every for both of these i cannot wait for doctor strange uh multiverse of madness
0: i want to see it but it doesn't look as much Sam Raimi as i hoped it would but keep going yeah
1: and i have to see the unbearable weight of massive talent
2: which, by the way, have you watched the trailers? They're they're just calling it "Massive Talent" now, and then at the end, you see the the whole title. They're just calling it "Massive Talent," which annoys oh. the shit out of me.
1: Have you seen some of the online only ads for it, Chad? No. Oh, they, they they literally begin with "Get ready for the cage <laughs> assaults." They, they build the term "cage" <laughs> into everything. It's fu- this movie isn't getting released. It's getting uncaged, then yeah. recaged, and then and. and i'm like oh my god it is everything i want it to be already
2: yeah like, that yeah that i'm the, dying to see it
1: the movie can't disappoint and i think it comes out is it the end of this month april 22nd it? yeah oh, and really? i literally have already got it booked uh and and i'll still be here for uh when uh dr strange comes out so i'm like both of them i'm just gonna treat myself i'm gonna go i'm gonna really enjoy them. uh because i, I that's what i realized was i i don't uh I mean, there's some other movies I wanted to see, but I'm like now, these are the ones. And and I just I, I think it's fascinating that you know people say whatever they want to say about Nick Cage, but there was that time when you know Nick Cage was the $20 million actor, mm-hmm. the rock, Conair. I think what he's been doing since then, and by the way, I love those movies,
0: but it's more interesting
1: it's much more i mean pig uh his his uh color out of space
0: mandy he even said you know he's paying off debt not all of them worked but he gave it his all
1: yeah uh, uh, and that's the entire thing and that's what that's what i appreciate is that not every nick cage movie is great but nick cage is in every movie that he's in
0: yeah yeah even if
1: he's doing it to pay off debt, he's not just phoning it
0: that's probably not a bad way to end it uh chad what are you looking forward to
2: no i mean uh, we talked about this in the 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 year recap everything all at once uh i'm sorry uh massive talent i'm looking forward to that and i'm really trying to figure out to get to the theater to see everything everywhere all at once i am dying to see that movie i want to go see it and I've heard
1: good
2: things about it. Yeah, yeah. Which one, X or Everything, Everywhere, All at Once? I want to see X.
1: Oh, I, I've heard good things about both, actually.
0: Yeah. I like Ty West's other movies. They're not always the greatest thing, but he is a he is what I call a, a uh, I Hate using the word voice, but he does have a. You, like that's a Ty West film, and I, I it's the same we've talked about when we've defended Rob Zombie's like well, you didn't like it, but you knew that was a Rob Zombie movie, and it by God didn't look like anybody else's movie.
1: Yeah, right? it had some grit to it. It, it had, had some it, grit it, 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 it had his unique brand. The only of grit.
0: thing I've ever seen of his that I thought this is god awful and we shit all over was the uh, three from hell because it was it was pointless. But uh, everything else, not so much. But Ty West, I'd like to see X. Uh, yeah, but I'm also I, I Sam Raimi has a movie coming out. Gotta see it. Going to see it. Did you guys see the 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 fan art uh, post? Yes. Part?
1: Yeah, where it's the hand coming.
0: Chad, have you seen it? Uh, the nope. fan art part. Oh, you got to check it out. It's Evil Dead, but it's Scarlet Witch being pulled down and as the girl.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I bet you, like I said, I, I, we could go on a whole tangent, which we're, we're trying to wrap up, but about how, God, posters aren't fun anymore. No, they've <laughs> not been fun in forever. Yeah. Ever, like, I, what kills me is Marvel posters could be so, uh, superhero movies posters could be so amazing, and all it is is a collage of the actors on them. Yep. So yeah, I'm just like uh, no, thank you. Yeah. So uh, yeah, to use the fan art for their movie posters, quit letting marketing people in Hollywood put them on. Yeah. Well,
1: now in all fairness, a, a little bit of defense for for uh, Multiverse of Madness, all the Easter eggs that are allegedly, if, if fans are correct, that have been built into it. I have to give them some talent, uh, some credit for for having the talent to squeeze things in there if they actually end up being in the movie. Um, uh, Real real quick, and I know we said we were going to wrap up, but I, I, I do want to acknowledge something that is a little bit of a downer, but that's what I do. Um, Bruce Willis.
2: Yeah, I thought you were. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Dang. I was just-
1: I mean. Oh, can I be not an
0: asshole a- about this? Well, I can be an asshole about a lot of things. No.
1: Yeah, you kicked me at my bar mitzvah. I didn't even have a bar mitzvah. You, you made me one. Mitzvah. You made me have one, then you just had it so you could kick me, you freak. <laughs>
2: Go ahead. Where were we going? Yeah, He said Mazel Tov and broke that McDonald's <laughs> tumbler over your forehead.
0: <laughs> we're all three Bruce Willis fans, right? Yeah.
1: I like Bruce Willis, but here, a couple. Okay. So I'm going to say something negative in a second, but I must admit somebody uh, was talking today about, or yesterday was talking online with me and, and made the comment about um, the Foo Fighters drummer, T- uh, Taylor. Uh, yeah. And, And about you know what makes this hard is these are people that you grow up with. I mean, even though you never know them, you grew up listening to music, you grew up watching them, and I thought, oh, that's true about Bruce Willis. I mean, I remember my parents talking about moonlighting, and then I remember watching Die Hard with my father, and I, and and it becomes this piece of Bruce Willis wouldn't know me from anybody, and quite frankly, if Bruce Willis walked in my door, I'd be like, "What, what are you doing here? That being said it it gets to this point where you do wonder, you know, about these people and, and aging and getting ill and, and all of that stuff and what it means for our culture, because even though I argue there's about two good diehard films and only one of them was good all the way through, uh, um,
2: there's with a vengeance, right?
1: Yeah. That one. <laughs> uh, you. no, it's live free or diehard. Are you kidding? Anyway, oh. um, anyway i i I say that somewhat jokingly but and he had been doing a lot of direct to dvd and all that stuff but i mean people enjoyed it he gave people enjoyment now the flip side of this and before you say your evil thing joe let me be one of the rare times that i'm going to say something evil before you say it this has also made me think about harlan nelson yeah and let me, let me clarify why it made me think about Harlan Ellison. Harlan Ellison, in his introduction to his original script, City on the Edge of Forever, began a comment because when that got published, Gene Roddenberry had passed away. And he began the comment with, I know they say to say no ill of the dead, but I'm going to because he was a jerk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The flip side of this is that I appreciate the works of Bruce Willis and I appreciate the works of Kevin Smith. But I know what Kevin Smith has said working with Bruce Willis was like. And then as soon as he was diagnosed, I saw Kevin Smith, they posted like, oh, Kevin Smith sends well wishes to and I'm like, didn't you say?
0: Yeah, I. that's where I was going with it. Uh, Kevin came out and said, I'm so sorry. I probably shouldn't have said all that. Blah, 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 blah. But here's the deal. That was 10 years ago. I'm not... Bruce Willis has thirty years of being an asshole story. Yeah, Yeah. Sybil Shepherd. I mean, you could go. I mean, thirty years of being an asshole before he got sick, and the fact that he's sick is 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 tragic, and I hate it for him and his family. I just don't know that everybody should just go, whoa, whoa! I shouldn't have said that about Bruce because a lot of these stories go back a long time. Yeah, yeah. Steve, real quick steven c miller who directed him in two movies one of them shot in cincinnati and he's been on the bonehead so go back and listen to bonehead weekly's episode because we asked him about this guys you remember this mm-hmm. we asked him about him and john cusack and doing these movies and and you know about he didn't feel that they weren't given that all that they just you know he had them for such a small time they didn't really understand or get the character do you, you guys remember this and then he posted yeah, yeah. the other day defending bruce a little bit going you know i knew and I've, I've thought about going back and listening to that episode, but I haven't yet. I'm seeing if you can pick up on it, but I, I, I just don't know. Does it forgive 30
2: years? I mean, I don't, Bruce Willis did nothing to me. Yeah. Isn't there I stories have- I'm, I'm talking out of my ass. Cause I didn't know we were going to talk and I don't. So isn't there a story about how like there was game game of Thrones was filming and it was where near Bruce Willis lived. And they specifically asked people to, you know, not, Enter the area where they were shooting because of how much the budget was, and he was purposefully getting on his boat and no, driving I past. It doesn't shock I, me. I, I need to while we're talking, while you, all, I'm going to look it up because I believe there's there's stories of him driving his boat not only into the shots but making it so loud that it ruined any chance that they could recover the audio. So yeah, that's Bruce Willis. Another one. Another
0: one's Kevin Smith, and I think it's the best story told about him back when he would talk about him is that they were standing beside the road. I'm going to do this quick. This is for you all. This sounds like we're shitting on Bruce Willis. We're not. We're huge. We've never met him. I just like people have. Everyone has a bad Shatner story. I don't. He was fine to me.
1: Nothing but um, nice to me. And by the way, I mean,
0: Ron Perlman, a
2: lot of people have Ron Perlman stories. Ron Perlman was nothing but nice to me last week. No, and, so, and seriously, Bruce Willis, I, I'm never going to shit on Bruce Willis because he his, 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 has been one of my favorite actors since I was a kid. He brought me so much joy. I will never bad mouth him.
0: However. Here's a story from Kevin Smith. (laughs) So we're about to do it. Is this is the, Kevin, he and Kevin were standing beside the road and all of a sudden, hey, die hard, blah, 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 blah. John McClane, is going by, and Kevin says he looked at him and said, doesn't that make you feel good? You've done something that from this point on, you know, the people, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not doing the justice, who people are going to remember of giving them some sort of entertainment. Oh, man, it drives me crazy. Can't stand it, especially the die hard ones. And mm-hmm. that was kind of how he felt about his fan base. Hold on, uh, I, you know, I got. That, that, oh, so, go ahead. Uh, so
2: it, it, uh, you know what scene it was from Game of Thrones? What? It was where the mountain faces Oberon. Oh, really? He kept yeah, and, his boat. And he, uh, uh, since Game of Thrones is set, uh, it would make much more sense for modern boats to occupy the sea. Um, when we scouted the amphitheater, there were all these yachts out front, so we needed to make a deal to make sure that the yachts weren't there when we filmed. They all backed out a quarter mile so they wouldn't be in the shot. Everyone agreed to do it except one person. Uh, Accounts from those in attendance that day recall the actor's yacht circling the amphitheater where they were filming as if to say uh, to Grace, fuck you, I'm in your shot. (laughs) Why? (laughs) However, Willis's yacht rage-induced efforts were in vain. (laughs) Uh, They said Willis just made a fool of himself.
1: (laughs) But, but, you know, by the way, and you brought up an interesting point with William Shatner, and maybe there is a parallel because if if you read shatner has done a series of books some of them autobiographical but one that he did is called get a Life, taken from his famous uh-huh. appearance on and in that book he not live
0: 1986
1: yeah in that book he That's talks about because he's promoting star trek
0: the, uh, the whales yeah, yeah for cool. uh
1: anyway uh but in that book he said something that made me think about was that it, it took him a long term to come to terms with fandom that, you know, to him for a while, it was a job and he appreciated the fans, but at the same time, the, as that skit actually shows, and that's why he named the book, that was, you know, these people that would learn more about him than he knew about him you that would know. And, and he said that was that it freaked him out. And so he, he, as he, and I'm paraphrasing what he talks about throughout the book was, it became a love hate thing and then it became a just leave me alone thing and he said it wasn't until it, he said it was kind of cyclic and then he's he's grown to appreciate them and then what he finally comes to terms with and get a life is he said you know i've realized that the fandom exists because of the fandom yeah and, and and his argument was yes they come to get my autograph they come to see me but that's two minutes they have two minutes of interaction with me and he goes and if i'm a jerk during those two minutes they're going to remember it but he goes but the rest of the convention is about them with their fellow fans and so the book kind of centers on that which makes me think about i mean much like you i mean what i learned about and what i would assume this is probably true for ron perlman i have didn't get to meet him but i would assume this is true these are people that and I can't say this is true for Bruce Willis, but I don't think they suffer fools.
0: No, no, and in fact, that's it's a perfect way to put him. I we talked, to, and I made a slight joke of going, "I'm going to make a joke and pull you out," but it's not really. And I said, "Do you mind?" And then he gave me shit about Mitch McConnell and we being in Kentucky. And I reminded him that we were that blueberry in a red state. Yeah, and uh, we got along fine, James.
1: Well, no, and that's the entire if, that, if
0: that does that does that encapsulate it both for both of you all?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh we so got him I,
0: fine. Saw him the, He said hi later and we we were fine.
1: Well, I was about uh, to he was
0: not gonna hang out.
1: No, if you well did you I don't know if you said you read it or not. Easy street the hard way, his book. I'm ready. He is big on just don't be a jerk. Like I mean, and and that he he tries to apply to himself, but uh but he also he just doesn't again i think he's another case that doesn't suffer fools but he does put his money where his mouth is and that's actually how the book ends he talks about listen i've been one of these actors that are saying we're not seeing enough um underrepresented populations get to write get to direct and so that's why he started his own production company and, yeah. and so that's the origin of that and so i was like you know that's so i think that's it i think that's uh, and maybe that's the deal with bruce willis and and it's it gets interpreted differently but i do think that's the way with shatner and and i think that's the way with ron perlman is these are individuals that do not suffer fools the only time i ever saw shatner lose his temper was when the people that were supposed to be managing the line i.e the convention runners uh and it was not any convention we're affiliated with
0: no no
1: just fyi this is back when i was just attending this was in Chicago. Um, but they, they failed to keep the line in order. And he was like, you know, we've these people have paid was his argument. And he goes, let's keep it moving because I want to make sure I can get through everybody because if not, it's going to be, hey, Shatner had a panel, but the jerk left and I didn't get my picture. Mm-hmm. And so that made me understand that he, he's just, and I, I respect that to a certain level, unless mm-hmm. it affects me negatively, in which case, why did he do that to me, Joe? <laughs> why?
0: Well, only thing I have to say about it is, I am no one, and after three days, I don't want to talk to anybody.
1: No, that's it. Well, and I mean, again, it's how much, how much, and, and I do appreciate the people that love it and, and and do want to talk about. I think an example of the counterpoint to that is probably Lance Hendrickson. How long did Lance Hendrickson talk to us?
0: That's a good one. Uh, uh, my other experience would be, two, uh, John C. McGinley and Ray Wise. Uh, John McGinley is everything. Chad, this will make you feel happy, bud. Is mm-hmm. everything and better? Awesome, seriously. Cool. And isn't awesome. that Genuine, genuinely, genuinely? He corrected me because I said the word bitch and there was a kid in the crowd.
1: By the way, mm. though, isn't that funny well, that
0: he that, is a uh, talked it before, talked it
2: after, answered every question. I mean, just it's awesome. Isn't it funny though? that? Enough.
1: Isn't it funny though that that is a character that is nothing but kind, or an individual that is nothing but kind, but does great job when he's cast to pay an absolute jerk?
0: Yeah, yeah. well, he told me how he did it, but I mean, it's a it's a story probably for another episode. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, let's, uh, let's let's not burn through all our material. We've got he, 400 uh, more he, shows he, to do.
0: He he told a very heartwarming story. I could I could I I had a really good time those three days, and uh, two or three of those panels went really well, and. Um, I that that could <laughs> you could interview me about interviewing three of those panels and I could do an hour
1: yeah no I I, I, believe I would believe I've be
0: more than happy to tell you all later
1: you need to self-publish a book in about 10 years called you know uh the big con or something and write about your experience interviewing people I talk and to, who who to, talk
0: to who? yeah i mean you know. or if i don't forget i'm terrible about forgetting things somebody corrected me the other day because i posted i always post that picture of karen gillen and i just because i think it's funny and she's so famous now and at the time i wasn't overly starstruck and i don't think i would be now either but they were talking it's about getting harder I'm, for me to get it, it's hard it's hard yeah but they're talking about getting start uh, about how tall she was and i swear to god in my mind she was just a little person and then i looked it up i was like no she's 5'11 i don't remember her being 5'11 no so no, i, I, I already in my head she was 5'2 and 110 pounds i don't know yeah. why and you look at the picture she's clearly the same height as me. <laughs> that's the reason why i went and looked it up because somebody was like she's really tall i was like no she wasn't And he's like i'm pretty sure she is and then look at the post they post a picture of them she's a foot taller than the person that's above and then i started as like oh shit that's not how i remember her at all i remember us talking about kubrick and horror films
1: yeah anyway good times good times so yes this has been our no topic episode where we've covered modern day illnesses Oscar <laughs> debates and why we're all looking forward to new movies, even though they won't get nominated for Oscars, because it's an unjust society.
2: Well, maybe Michelle Yale finally get one.
1: Yeah, she deserves one for all her work she on Star Trek.
2: One. All right,
0: guys. This has been Bonehead.
1: Oh, oh. Before you stop hitting record, the other thing I'm excited for, anybody else see that Picard season three trailer? I'll yeah, tell you good time. No,
0: no. <laughs> this has been bonehead. We did two episodes on Star Trek. Make sure I going to start screaming at us. mm <sweak>